Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, I'm Jim Merman, teaching pastor here at Effort Community Church. We're thrilled to have oh, you with man. you. It is so good to be back with you. Happy No Longer Fasting Day. This I know. Is that was it. That might have been the fasting delay. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Yep. Our protein levels were low and we... Yeah. But they're rising. They, they are. are rising. We're on the rise. That's for sure. Hey, we are thrilled to be with you. We want to yep. chat a little bit about this past weekend we just had. Whether you were able to be a part of it or not, what a wonderful time between yeah. two events. Yes. Mark Verkler, Four yep. Keys on Hearing the Voice of God, yep. amazingly great conversation. People yep. came from Alabama, all yeah. over the place. It was exciting. Yeah, I, I agree. It was it was very exciting. Really appreciated what Mark brought uh, here to the church. If you weren't there, you could catch the weekend service on Sunday where he talked about having mountain-moving faith mm-hmm. and uh, just appreciate what he brought to us as a whole congregation as well as having 400 people registering for a Friday night, all-day Saturday seminar on the Four Keys to Hearing God's Voice. It was exceptional content. My daughter, who's eight years old, she was there with us and, and and it wasn't just my daughter. There was a eight years old and up were in, were encouraged to register. That's Had right. a bunch of kids. It was it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was good. And then that dovetailed into something we call our prophetic weekend. Yeah. And uh, I have to tell you, it is one of my favorite weekends. Partly because it was one of my most uncomfortable weekends when I first started to come here. Not because I didn't believe in the prophetic. And I want to talk about that a little bit, sure. like where my own journey into seeing these. Uh, gifts of God at work in the church. But just, I have to admit, I had to just check it out for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and see, man, really a weekend where you can get in line and we trust that God is mm-hmm. going to speak. So I want to talk about that particular calling and maybe even anointing that's on effort at Community Church in that yeah. area. But before I do that, I want to just chat a little bit about what did you experience this weekend? Like, what was it like for you coming off the fast and then being part of these two wonderful events? Well, um, with every fast, there's always a greater sensitivity mm-hmm. uh, to the Lord uh, what he's doing, what he's saying, not just for me personally, but we are testimonies. Um, a testimony coming out of the fast, you know, before the fast, we did the podcast. One of the things that God does through fasting is he surfaces or he He brings to the surface uh, things that need to be removed. And there's a grace there to, to remove it. Fun testimony there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just heard actually this morning, a person who's dealing with some significant anxiety you know, um, they were at the, the the tail end of the fast and had a prayer time where in that prayer time just had this very clear um, vision in their mind of the Lord reaching in and removing all of this black uh, just junk out of her. And the, the clear word to her in that moment was... I'm I'm clearing you I'm clearing you out. I'm removing all the stuff that has built up over time that's developed this level of anxiety in you. And then with that came now here's a a charge, an encouragement, an exhortation to steward well your thought life, mm. right? Because that's where it all accumulated from. Yeah. So, but she's been completely at peace since that moment. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's just significant. The, the fasting is so powerful. It's fun to have done it as a corporate body. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously you brought up the prophetic weekend and just the, all the prayer teams that we had um, here represented from ECC. We had Christ Community Church, Gateway House of Prayer, East Gate House of Prayer, uh, Lifeway Church, 
And uh, I'm certain there's Christ one or two. Global Awakening. Global Awakening. Thank you. They were a huge help. All of these different partners that we had for this weekend was incredible. Uh, ministering to every single person in this church, some more than once. And it was just, it was fantastic. Yeah, and one of the things I love that Matt pointed out, you might remember before this, before we took a break, we did two sessions on what fasting was, extended chats. And yes. it was really wonderful. Yeah. And I learned a lot from those times sitting with Matt, prepping for him and things. But I do remember Matt saying, hey, we are doing doing this corporately. Mm -hmm. In the same way that Joshua and Caleb, even though they were right with God, could not go into the promised land until the corporate body had some yep. kind of movement within it. We were believing that. So whether or not you were able to fully engage with the fast or not, yeah. if you showed up for this past weekend, you got to eat, you got to eat of some of the fruits exactly. and the goodness that yeah. took place. And I just want to give a testimony from myself. I deliberately went into the fast. When I say deliberately, I didn't have a sense of discernment I was after or anything sure. trying to break through that I was after. I just simply wanted to make more space for God and yes. observe myself because yeah. you learn a lot about yeah, you yourself do. in the midst of a media fast a, uh, and in a food fast. But mm -hmm. all that to say, I have to say, when I began to pray, I was one of the part of the prayer teams. You know, we had in, mo in most services, we had upwards of 15 to 20 prayer teams oh, yeah. mobilized mm -hmm. for this. When I went to pray for people, I am telling you, within a split second, with even, mm -hmm. I think maybe one out of maybe the 20 people or 20 families I prayed with, maybe 25, I think there might have been one where it was like 15 seconds of like having to really pause. But I'm telling you, the Lord was speaking. So it was really beautiful to see 20 to 25 families be the direct benefit yeah. of a community that cultivated the space for God to show up. Yeah. Not just an individual, but I think mm -hmm. I heard this testimony across. God was speaking and there was some really powerful stuff spoken over people. So Yeah, well, you mentioned at the beginning, why don't you fill us in, why was the prophetic weekend or your experience the first time, your Almost aversion awkward. to it. Yeah, you know, so fill us in because there's potentially a lot of people that visited for the first time here because it was this weekend. That's right. And, you know, perhaps somebody watching can associate or have similar things. Yeah, well, just so you know, I want to fill you in. Like I told Matt, Matt, I want to talk about this one thing that's been on my heart. I grew up in a church that you'd have to call what uh, I call it a soft sensation cessationist. In other words, mm -hmm. we didn't have the guts to say we didn't think the spirit was still at work like in the New Testament. Yeah. Book of Acts, Jesus's ministry. We would never say that same spirit wasn't at work like maybe a cessationist church would do, but we certainly didn't know how to operationalize it. Mm -hmm. And we were more afraid of the abuses that could happen mm -hmm. around the power gifts, revelatory gifts, signs and wonders gifts. We were more concerned about how to steward them well, not to hurt people. Sure. So we actually almost buried the talent, yeah. the, dare I say that, as yeah. a community. Yeah. Looking back on my early, and by the way, wonderful brothers and sisters, I am not in charge of the gate of heaven. So these are all beautiful brothers and sisters in Jesus. It's yep. just, I'd like to suggest they were burying a talent, right? Mm -hmm. So to be a part of a community that says, you know what? We not only believe this is at work, we believe it's as active as us preparing our hearts and that any single person that could come can be a part of it. And I just yeah. want to speak to how much that's meant to me, not only to be a part of a church that believes the Lord is doing this, mm -hmm. but there is a true anticipation that, that we're carrying toward it. And that, that has been attractive, and the more I have given myself over to it. Now, you might sit and think, Jim, you're one of the pastors. What do you mean the more you give? Truthfully, the more you see God showing love like this, you give him a little more trust yeah, on exactly. being willing to step toward it, even as a leader in the community. Mm -hmm. And I am so thrilled to be a part of the community, and I keep seeing God showing up, right? Yeah, he keeps doing that. It's just... Testimonies are starting to come out of this weekend, a lot yeah. of powerful moments, and it's just... It's a beautiful... Um, 
weekend. I love that we do it every year. Uh, I love that we can minister to people that are coming from outside of the ECC community. Uh, We'll be a part of this weekend. So it's it's just a real, it's a beautiful thing. And I want to speak to some of us in our community that might have had hesitancy. I had a time on Saturday night where I had a chance to speak to someone who's been attending here for about 18 months. They are clearly a husband and wife that are uh, great deep followers of Christ historically, but he took the time to pause and goes, hey, I can't tell you how much effort a community's meant to us over the last 18 months to two years, because we start, this community has helped us to really start to believe that we can hear the voice of God and, mm-hmm. we can, and we can actually act and live in a consistent encounter with a living God daily. And I just want to say how exciting that is, and just remind those of us that are still nervous about that, um, God is still doing what he did. And the best way to explain this is, do you know the book of Hebrews where it lists the great people of faith? And he lists all the way from Abram through Rahab, Samson, Jephthah, and then, and then all of a sudden you have that great verse, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to remind you, if God was doing different things in different dispensations to different people, you can't put a verse like that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You can't sit and say, Jim, since you're surrounded by this cloud of witnesses... Run the race with endurance, laying aside everything, because you can't compare me to someone who's operating under a different governance of God, right? That's right. So there is something about the fact that our God is consistent. How God shows up Mm -hmm. might have some contextual fun aspects to it of what uh, the way Abram was engaging with faith, but it is the same faith I'm being asked to engage with Mm -hmm. in the year 2022. And so therefore, I'm believing God is doing what he's always done. And it's almost our availability that seems to be God's issue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And perhaps you're watching and you were a part of this weekend, or maybe you were on a team and it was kind of maybe the first time you either experienced it or stepped out and giving a prophetic word. But I'd encourage you to keep exercising that gift or or, um, giving um, energy to honing it or strengthening it, which which looks a lot like you're at a connect group meeting and just being like, hey, why don't we pause right now as you know as a connect group and just pray for one another and, and see what the Lord would say, or you're out in the marketplace, I'd encourage you. Because God, what he did here obviously is beautiful. We invited him to do so. People came expectant for sure. it, so the faith level is there. Um, but man, it's, it's beautiful to have it here for a weekend, and then it's kingdom and purposeful, like God's purpose on the earth That's is right. for it to go out into the marketplace um, and, and for people to go out of this weekend and, and take it. It's a lifestyle, exactly. man. It's lifestyle. And I want to, if you don't mind me, I want to segue to sure. lifestyle because we're, this coming weekend, we're moving into what we call our take one step weekend. And mm-hmm. I just want to remind you in the kind of calendar yearness of being a community, we just moved from what could be called almost a big conference or a big experiential weekend around our prophetic. And this coming week, we're pivoting now to Lord, hey, that's neat. But we need to now to talk about the kind of discipleship that creates resiliency and long-term mm-hmm. realities yep. in your life, right? Yep. So we are very deliberately not a conferencing church. Now, we probably host more things in most places mm-hmm. simply because, you know, you have something like the Hearing God's Voice with Mark Verkler. We have William Wood coming up. We have Mike Hutchins on we have the Healing Net Summit, post-traumatic, you know. right? Mm-hmm. And we had the Harvest Net Summit. So, of course, you could say like, wow, you have a lot of events that people might come into town for. But we quickly pivot back to our community 
say this. Those are merely like the festivals and the joyous moments in in the Hebrews calendar year, but we are ultimately a tribe that's journeying toward what's it mean to be conformed to the image yep. of Christ? And that gets back to what take one step is. So you could come off of a weekend like we just have, and we hope you did, but the next question is, oh Lord, what is the next step mm-hmm. you want me to step into? So I'm pretty excited yeah. about this weekend for sure. Yeah, so uh, I love this weekend as well. It's an opportunity just to really showcase all the discipleship offerings that we have have here, mm-hmm. connect groups, growth groups, ICL, the Embark Internship, um, and after the service, you know, having the groups fair where we have all these tables set up and That's people right. can just mill around and talk with the leaders who are leading them, discover more information about them, you know, the Gospels ICL course, for mm-hmm. example. Introduction that, that, to counseling. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. So um, it's going to be a fun weekend and really looking forward to it. And after this weekend, the, the spring semester kicks off. Groups begin uh, in the next week or two, and it's just it's just a fun time. And as you said, it's really important um, that people do take one step. In fact, um, there is always one step that every single person can take. And it's not just about signing up for a class. I mean, we have serve right. teams that are made available. That's if people right. It's wanna... a great way to begin your engagement. Exactly. Yeah. Take a Continue step it. by simply serving in the cafe team or on the worship team, like uh, the AVL team. Like there's um, opportunities to serve in the community with different ministries that we partner with. Like there's a number of ways that people can say, you know what, I can't do that, but there is one thing I can do. Um, and for some, it could be as simple as baptism. You know, That's we have right. baptism in a couple weeks. Oh. Oh, that's a huge step. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Exactly I say right. simple, but it's like it's a one. Oh no! Yeah. Anyway, yep. it's huge. It's such an important step, and so that's like right. it's it's like here are the things we're offering. But at the end of the day, the whole point of the take one step weekend is pause and reflect with the Lord and say, God, what step would you have me take? this spring semester that I'm purposeful and engaging my walk with Jesus and, and trusting His Spirit will meet yeah. me, empower me, and, and lead me, and, and that I'll be changed That's and, right. and, and not the same. It, if I may be so bold as to ask, would you pray for me this week? I'm speaking this weekend, and I am asking God for the gift to take young or old in the faith and inspire us all into what is a step we can take. Whether you've been in this faith for a long time, I think of Beverly Hoffman sharing a testimony oh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Like, bark, yeah. Here's a woman of God that's, she was being understated in the depth of ministry she yeah. moves in and then oh, God yeah. says to her, I need you to do embark. And she admitted it was a little curious. She said, it seemed like something that I had nailed down in my life some time yeah. ago. But I am believing that wherever you're at in the faith, brand new to it, admitting mm-hmm. you're stalled, even potentially um, in stuck in a besetting sin all the way out to long term, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to be speaking to us about what is the step that we can be taking. Because I think as we collectively move, I think we're going to see something beautiful going I agree. on. That's understated, but I just think it's pretty excited. So, so we are really, really looking forward to having you out. Now, in the meantime... Please go to the website and click on Take One Step, and everything Matt just shared with you is going to be in a drop-down menu. Start checking it out. Maybe a six-week growth group for you. Maybe an eight-week Institute for Christian Learning course is Mm -hmm. good for you. Maybe it's time to have a connection with the Connect group, or even do Connections Pathway. I think that's all good. What do you think? Nope. Sounds good to me. I encourage that wholeheartedly. Yep. Let's do it. Well, we hope you have a wonderful week, and remember, you're likable. Yeah. God bless. (laughs) Bye. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community